Uh, hey, everybody, it's Scoots here. It's time for another episodically modular episode. Actually, not just any episodically modular episode, our final episodically modular episode of our series, Tales of Lady Witchbeard. So you could listen to this episode first. I'm going to try to give you a little bit of background, uh, but I do want to get to the episode because this is you know the last episode of the season, other than there will be another episode after this where we recap uh, the making of the series. Uh, but yeah, you could listen to them in any order. Though, if you, though maybe if you listen to episode 11 first and then 12, uh, I don't normally do, do this, but uh, like right now, just listen and barely pay attention. And then you say, well, I wanted to listen. And I say, yeah, and then tomorrow or during the day when you need a break, listen to episode 11. Then tomorrow night, fall asleep to episode 11. Then the night after that, you can fall asleep to episode 12 again. So then you don't even have to, then you, when you're listening to episode 11, you already know how it turned out. So it's like, uh, this is like positive on positive on positive. So, but if you were going to listen during the day, I would say listen to 11 first, then 12 or in any order after you listen to 11. But for bedtime, this it takes even less pressure off. You don't barely have to pay attention. Normally I say you could listen to them in any order, but I got to maintain a, like a, a modicum of, of honesty that just don't pay attention, like uh, just barely listen if this is your first Lady Witchbeard episode. Now, if it's not, you could listen to them in any order. Even if you said, well, I missed episode 11, I say, well, if you listen to two other episodes, no problem. But if this is your very first, I just wanted to tell you that to give you extra reassurance that this will be an unrelated to confusing bedtime story that you could make sense of at another time when you're more rested. That being said, Tales of Lady Witchbeard are t- is the tales of uh, Lady Witchbeard. She's a witch and she's a pirate. She lives in the world of the 13 seas, and that's where our story takes place. It's a realm that's a bit different than ours, uh, though it has a lot of things that uh, are similar. Uh, it has 13 seas where we have... Uh, multiple C's, not 13, definitely not 13. And maybe a little bit different, but like where, so, okay, who's Lady Witchbeard? That's such a thing I was supposed to be answering, right? She lived in a witch world, another realm, witch-based realm, where there was all witches. She worked in a witch-based economy. She decided that's not for me. Then she found a way to portal to this 13 C's, found out about piracy, loved it and was one of the great pirates of the 13 seas for a time. Then she met me or my, uh, what do you call that? My fill in, but there's a, not proxy is the wrong word too, but, uh, fictional representation of me, a real one though to her. And we went on an adventure years and years and years ago. Didn't turned out pretty exhausting for lady Witchbeard because after the adventure concluded, I was scattered across time and space, and she had to go collect me. So after that, she needed some R&R. This like, makes me laugh every time, thinking about it. But, you know, how many times have I said it without the joke part? That's just a punchline. You can fill in the joke yourself, because uh, Lady Witchbeard's a pirate. You know what I mean? But she was getting some R&R. R- 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 and uh, 
Antonio's laughing. That's why I'm laughing. Not because I think it's funny, but because he's trying not to. If, if you've ever seen, I'll tell you what, people think kittens are cute or, you know, that kind of stuff on YouTube. And I realize Antonio can't do this. But if you ever saw a video of Antonio Banderas trying not to laugh at something completely silly that shouldn't even be funny at all, I mean, the cuteness scale would break. Like, all of a sudden, like, you know, stuff with rainbows, they do, like, like it would be something that happens on a weekend. They'd say, what happened to Hello Kitty and all those companies just shut down on Monday? And all that other cute stuff, uh, cute.com and, you know, cute, cute, cutie, cute, cutie poos, they all shut down. Oh, because Antonio Banderas broke the cuteness scale. And uh, so anyway, but oh, so Lady Witchbeard needed to recover some some R&R. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, I don't usually, if you could fictionally giggle with a celebrity, which you get to do vicariously through this podcast, uh, I highly recommend it. It doesn't get any better. I mean, maybe actually giggling with a real celebrity and not imagine it, but see how good it is. Uh, giggling with an imaginary Antonio Banderas sleep with me podcast since 2013. Uh, so so she she was resting, and then I took her. We got out, went on another adventure to find a, a version of Brandy from the song Brandy by the band whose name escapes me. It's like a long, long. I don't know. It's three three words that make up their name: working lights or something. I'm sorry. Uh, I really can't think of it. The winding now. That's my brain. I talk about, don't worry, episode 13, I'll talk about the song. So we went to the 13 Seas because there was a version of Brandy in the 13 Seas. Uncovered a plot to uh, that was to, to gelatinize the sea by Brandy and a conqueror of worlds, maybe some demigods and goddesses. They were going to gelatinize all 13 seas to gelatin, to jello. And not in a good way, like jello for everybody, all you can eat. Uh, everybody loves jello. No, no, no. Like, no more swimming, no more commerce except where we make canals in the jello. Also, if you live, if you were going to use the sea for anything, you get my drift. We worked to stop it with the help of Don Dankle, the man who loved the sea, whose name was Wiltz, or man who loved the sea, but Wiltz for short, or Silent M at the beginning. We worked together, had some adventures, and tried to stop Brandy and this witch conqueror, and it hasn't been going good. And then Lady Witchbeard and I... Uh, we left Don Dankle, who was from the Pirates Guild, uh, down. There's a drain. Uh, you'll hear about this, I think. Like uh, They're planning, they need this drain to, uh, they're going to use this drain in the, the 13th of the 13 seas to uh, spread the gelatin through. Like Because there's three ingredients to this gelatin. Well, four, sea one, seawater. Two, another one binding agent don't know what that is but uh 
Nudie poo, the poo of newts. This is not edible jello or gelatin. Some would say it's actually not gelatin because it doesn't have all the... I guess nudie poo may. Because they say, well, technically gelatin. I say, okay, thanks. Thanks, uh, food scientists. Uh, Richard Blaze. First time I got a call from Richard Blaze. uh, And uh, I said, uh, this is what you call me about? My misuse of gelatin on the podcast? Uh, uh, But so... Um, first Richard Blaze shout out in, in the history of the podcast, uh, probably if I would have remembered Wiley Dufresne's name earlier, sorry, Richard, I would have said Richard and Wiley Dufresne separately contacted me. Those, these, by the way, these terrible jokes, they crack Antonio up. So that's why I keep rolling with them. So then, um, what happened Oh, oh, see, oh, so yeah, Richard Blaze and Wiley Dufresne. Various other chefs, uh, they said, they said, well, it's a slurry then, whatever, because they're using some sort of cassava root. So cassava root, newt poo, a binding agent, like a, a binding a- agent. And they said, by the way, this, and I said, yeah, it's not, this is like, uh, so they're not cooking something. They're gelatinizing an entire, entire oceans. But so that's their plan. As confusing as it is, uh, it's a very good plan. I mean, objectively, even though I can't explain it, that doesn't mean the plan's not good. Because uh, clearly, like, uh, so they're using waterfalls. I mean, here's the thing. Willy Wonka did it. So back it up, Dufresne and Blaze. uh, You know, put some of that, uh, that smoky stuff that comes in the cooler in there. And maybe some of those drop some balls and, and hold your nitrous. That's what I meant to say. Because, uh, yeah, just like uh, Willie Wack in some sense, they're using the waterfalls that go to the 13th Sea to churn up all this cassava root. Then it goes through this drain, which is where it's activated by the binding agent, goes out the drain and spreads through the 13 seas because that drain returns to the all seas, I guess. And, like, technically all the water in the 13 seas eventually passes through the strain, but it won't once it's gelatinized. They're using birds and witches to distribute the nudie poo, but they haven't done this yet. They've done the, they have the binding agent in place. It's a screen over the drain. I think they've, well, no, no, they, well, now I've just, I've gone from exposition I've gone from backstory. I've, I've exposed myself in my exposition, but uh, so yeah. So we've got to stop them. I guess basically, we went to a place where pirates go to retire, like pension pirates on a pension in the Thirteen Seas. They got a lot of great systems there. We could learn from. And it turns out if you're in the Pirates Guild, of course, if you pay whatever ten or twenty percent or whatever the companies that hire you. You get a pension, and part of the pension, it comes with not just a a financial pension, a place to retire, a safe place. So we went there, a hidden place where pirates retire, to take them all out of retirement to try to stop this plan. And that's where we left off. Lady Witchbeard and I, all these retired pirates, we were resting, but then we set sail in three ships to save the 13 seas via piracy with retired pirates. 
no longer retired. Well, I, I guess I could say they're still retired from piracy because they're not getting paid for this. This is the truest piracy. The truest form of piracy is piracy of the heart. I don't know what that means. I just, Antonio didn't laugh at that one. So this is, that's it. This is a, our, uh, ultimately the final tale, uh, final, like, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, friends beyond binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, here's Mr. Antonio Banderas. Uh, thank you, Scooter. Uh, the ladies, the gentlemen, the boys, the girls, the friends beyond the binary. It's time for another tale of Lady Witchbeard. Splish, splash, yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you for uh, making me laugh and listening and sleeping, all of you. Good night. Thanks. Uh, That's Mr. Antonio Banderas. This is Tales of Lady Witchbeard. Uh, Lady Witchbeard. So that didn't that didn't pl- that part of the plan didn't really work, huh? That wasn't your best plan, though. That's why we have our ships and we're meeting. So the plan was to confuse the birds with cannons and stuff so they wouldn't spread the nudie poo. But it seemed like they knew you were going to do that. Uh, so, um, what, what, uh, I guess I'm here listening. What, what's, um, what are we going to do next? Uh, correct. Uh, they knew that plan was to make them think that was our plan. So I'm going to come up with a plan. Let's just sit here for a second and uh, take a breath, and we'll go over my 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 next plan. Or we could just go over because uh, I know what you're going to say, and yeah, I'm struggling with it too. So I know we talked about it earlier, and then my speech didn't go well. That somehow. Brandy and the Conqueror of Worlds, and possibly these, this goddess of the sea and the goddess of the Middle Earth or the Under Earth or whatever we're referring, post-Earth, may have merged their powers. But I, there was a couple of things I couldn't quite get my my uh, my hat around, as we we may say in the witch's business. Wouldn't we say your stripes, you don't wear striped stockings because, but it w- like, uh, wouldn't we say, couldn't we say striped stockings? We, I guess we could, Daw, but uh, so one thing that's been troubling me is the fact that uh, they've, they've been one step ahead of me. They've bested me at every turn. And. I was saying, why does this keep happening? I feel like I'm at my best. I don't feel like I'm distracted. I feel like I'm focused. I felt like with three ships of uh, pirates, you know, pirates that have uh, lived a full life of piracy, but still very strong seafarers. Okay, Lady Witcher, I just have a question. We're loading on a bunch of, like, giant rocks, or, well, as big as the rocks as these pirates can carry onto the ship. Uh, yeah, duh. And look, water. Uh, sea water. We're, we're filling some of the the holds of the ships with seawater. That's part of what I'll... But you you got in the way of my talking, duh. I'm sorry, Lady Witcher. Don't be sorry. 
so they've been a few steps ahead of me. But I also was confused of how, and there's still stuff I may never understand, uh, and I guess we have to accept that, uh, like why the witches didn't listen when you gave them an ultimatum and the other pirates. No, that you, you were right on that, Daw. I shouldn't have given them an ultimatum. Especially if you're in the throes of another charismatic figure or figures or layers of charismatic figures within one being. Probably best not to give ultimatums to somebody like that. We're just to make people choose sides. It was a mistake. I was wrong. And it cost us some time. But I, again, Daw, one thing I've learned is the, we're still flowing forward. And. So looking back at that, other than as a way to inform my future decision-making, you know, would be indulgence. But a question I had, though, was that the witches, at this point, a large portion of the witch world, our witch realm, are here on these ships, uh, controlling the ships, uh, using the power of Earthsea, as you would say, and pulling barges behind them, along with wind power, but they're, you know, supplementing that. And the Conqueror of Worlds, who, yeah, seems to be fused now with Brandy, and then they're taking the power from Wilts, or they've already taken Wilts's power. They're probably, they probably already have that drain thing in place, and I don't know if Don Dankel's been able to slow them down or whatever. I mean, clearly... They have because we're looking at their their ships were paused. Uh, but so moving all these witches between worlds and possibly these different layers of uh, uh, godlike beings, we'll say. It got me thinking about this other myth. And then it got me thinking about the Brandy song, particularly what you were fixated on, Daw. Because there's something, a myth in the witch world, uh, that we all take as truth, but it's a truth we that uh, we just kind of always relied on, is that the way the portal cauldrons work, uh, Daw, is by something called the portal stone. And we always thought, even I guess even I never thought about it, uh, like I assumed that the portals worked by magic, but then... Even as I learned about magic, I learned magic could be concentrated in things. Again, this is too much of a tangent to go on in this current circumstances. But that anything with a casting a portal cauldron spell, you're you notice we didn't we haven't really we've gone to your world Daw, through the transverse plane, or when I've had a, a cauldron. If I go to your world, I go to the witch world, like to get to the 13 seas, we went, uh, I don't remember anymore, Doc, because it's been quite a, quite a good time with you once again, if we went through the transverse plane or not, but the transverse plane is different than portals and all portals connect through the witch world. Even if you're just not really going there because the portal stone is there. So my cauldron in your world would have been connected to the witch world, which I would have then connected to the 13 seas. Do you understand? Uh, 
I think, yeah, Lady Witchbeard, kind of in a, a, a similar way, the Internet just works. So you're saying portal portal cauldrons w- just work, but because of the portal stone. Yeah, I don't know if I see, like, did I talk in my sleep? Did I say that already? But, yeah, so there's this portal stone, and there's legends about it. Uh, the, there's one stone that enables this, and that the stone... It uh, doesn't like people, again, I, I guess I got to stay focused on, but there's a lot of myths about it so that people don't go back in time and go changing history. Uh, that there's all, a lot of the myths that they would tell us were the consequences of misusing the portal stone. And uh, like the things that you would say in your world based on the movies you talk about, uh, which we don't need to discuss at this moment, Daw. Uh, there's conundrums of time and travel through time and space. Somehow, I don't understand the Conqueror of Worlds part, uh, but Brandy hasn't run afoul of any of those rules. But the idea of moving all of this stuff uh, says to me that she is in possession of the portal stone. I guess that uh, I have to assume, and maybe somehow, like that's why she's a focal point. And and I think that she's wearing it around her neck. Uh, And I didn't realize that this whole time. Like it was just in front of us the whole time, the answer because of your song and the one thing you were fixated on, Daw, that, uh, you know, this is where circumstances, like, I hate using your movies again, Daw, but like The Matrix, that there isn't really the synchronicity, Lady Witchbeard. That's probably a higher way of saying it, Daw. But yeah, so Brandy must have the portal stone. And another reason I think that is because, again, giving people an ultimatum isn't the best thing. But, like, taking all of the witches out of the witch realm and then saying, you might be here, I don't think they realize that they'll be gelatinized, probably. But, uh, you know, you don't want to be cut off from home. So that's a pretty ultimate motivator. She has them in this realm. She has a portal stone. And they can't get it from her. Okay, Lady Witcher, so I get the feeling you're going somewhere with all of this, like to a great plan. The only, but I have a big but, like I do have a big, big but about this. Okay, Daw, that's not the time for that. Uh, but I know what you're going to say. Uh, so I'm accepting of that. We're going to go over my plan which I've been thinking about and, and processing and sitting quietly on the great, the only plan that could possibly save the 13 C's and the, you know, everyone, but yeah, that, that they'll, they'll know that my plan, they'll expect it. Uh, yeah, I understand lady, which we so let's go over your plan. And then, We'll figure out what to do. Okay, Daw. It's just hard for me to think about that. I have a plan that seems foolproof. So 
in in what they would expect and how they'll be expecting it and how I, I don't know I feel like this is a really 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 solid plan so it, I guess I'm slow to get rid of it but here's the plan Don. we have three ships the plan would be like a double feint uh uh where we're going to dress everyone on the ships like me, including you. And we're going to kind of use uh, different techniques. And, uh, you know, one of the ships uh, will make a direct. Uh, now, all the ships are weighed down, which create, hopefully would create a, like a third level of distraction. So we're going to send one ship on the direct, uh, which they will expect is a distraction, and that would be the ship, of course, I would be on. But uh, they wouldn't expect that uh, because uh, they wouldn't expect me to, 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 to go after them directly. Then you will sweep in uh, in, in a way... Is this another distraction from the side of the falls? Uh, uh, but in a way that shows that you made one small error in your calculations, uh, so that they do think it's you, but that they would also assume that it was I used that as another distraction, and then I would sweep in which I wouldn't be in there, but the ship that they would think I was on would then sweep in from a third direction. Also, though, because they have the portal stone, they must have a large portal, like a cauldron on their ship, a large cauldron that, uh, the same one we've seen, it must be very linked to the portal stone or even craft, I don't know, Daw, but I know that on their main flagship, that's where Brandy is and these other beings that are layered within Brandy, is that I would come up through the portal. Uh, well, that's actually the real plan. Hold on. So uh, then what I would assume would happen is that the ships would pick up pace to go over the falls, uh, and that Brandy would spur that along by any means necessary. Seeing our distractions, and instead of dealing with us, uh, like uh, like rushing things along, now really what I'd be doing is creating an illusion. Uh, so I'd be using a lot of magic, a lot of powerful magic, a few things I picked up uh, from Wilts uh, to create an illusion of the falls uh, within the mist. Uh, and hopefully with all these misdirections, it would just throw things off enough, and I think it would, and there would just be enough rush that uh, Brandy would send things over the falls, but it wouldn't go over the falls. And there is one powerful stream that I would be guiding the ships into that would send them all into a bay. Now, this would be the key dog. This bay uh, is not that far. Uh, it's one of the closest bays uh, to the lower seas. Uh, it has a very wide, it is one of those things where it's a wide opening 
but it, on the way leaving the bay, it's very narrow. Uh, and it's built to, again, in these same, the same mountains we were looking at. Uh, so it's kind of like a funnel. Like you go in through this wide thing, it gets more and more narrow as you go in. And, uh, I think I could make it anyway. The ships would go in then we could, you, you two ships would go break off from the action after like once this is, once you start seeing the ships disappear over the falls, uh, you would break off from the action. This would be the same time I would come up through their portal uh, to deal with them. And uh, you would seal those ships inside that bay with the cannons. The pirates, uh, they're good to go. These are great pirates. Uh, very good aim with cannons. Uh, so you would seal the ships in that bay, uh, you know, by closing it off uh, with the cannons. And then eventually we would deal with those ships, but they would be closed off in that bay. I know it wouldn't be watertight, Daw. So we could have some some gelatinization, but not the full gelatinization of the sea. Then I would go over the falls. I would also, also like, I, I think there's got to be cassava over on that ship. So we would go over the falls, uh, brandy. Uh, brandy, uh, and whoever's layered within brandy, a cock or whatever. I, I think I can handle them, but also they'd, we'd be in a gelatinization as soon as the, the, like, so the, the, like once the ships are gone, the illusion would drop, uh, but we'd be also locked in, but we'd be close. Uh, they would have moved away from where they thought the falls were but they would have really moved closer to the falls. And then we'll go down the falls and uh, let the things fall where they may. But between Don Dankle and the gelatinization and myself, I don't think, like, I don't think they'll be prepared to go over the falls, uh, which is a guaranteed trip, uh, like, especially if you're locked in with me. It's a guaranteed trip uh, to the big farm or where, wherever, the sea beyond the sea. So that's my current plan, Daw, uh, at this time. Okay, Lady Witcher, give me a second to pace around, uh, okay? Uh, dear dear Lady Witchbeard, uh, I guess I'm right. it feels like I was just talking to you moments ago. And I know you said this is a one-use pen only. It's a feather, uh, but I could send you a goodbye letter if I kept it safe in my pocket. And then you would get the letter, and you'd also you also sent me a letter. But I can't get my letter letter until I send you a letter first, because uh, I guess it, so. I'm interested to see this this feather write its own letter. But dear Lady Witchbeard, I suppose I should recap everything that happened and how we got led to say goodbye, as you, that's what you told me to do. You said, uh, after, and thank you for listening to my plan. I mean, I, I, I don't know if my favorite part of my plan was when you, before we enacted my plan, you said, you know, I was right, uh, and that we were outmatched, uh, and that uh, 
even though you had an amazing plan. And I know it was difficult because you almost went back on it a few different times, uh, especially after I told you my plan. But, uh, you know, we couldn't stop them. And I said, yeah, we can't stop them, Lady Witchbeard. We have to join them. But uh, not in a way like that. You that pro- I don't know if that's a proverb but, or idiom, but it's a saying. I know it's a saying because people say it. Uh, if you can't beat them, join them. But uh, I said join wit. And I said, I think that's what the uh, gods did with Brandy. Maybe that's funny that we had this adventure and we don't even know all the answers, but maybe you do now where you are, but, uh, you know, we had, you had your plan, which we just talked about. It felt like seconds ago, but now I'm here on the shore of the lake, uh, not, you know, at the bed and breakfast and not that, so, so, so you had your plan, and you said, okay, well, what's your plan? And I said, I said well, it was surrender, Lady Witchbeard, because you have to surrender your, your, you know, you have to be willing to surrender. Of course, I constantly have to be reminded of that, and that there's a difference between surrendering and giving up. Uh, but we like uh, not to join, if you can't beat them, join them. If you can't beat them, surrender to the fact you can't beat them. You know, you know, you were, you were listening to me talk about this. Uh, but of course there was a couple of complications. I mean, so we had the idea that the portal stone, Brandy was wearing the portal stone and that was the one piece of my plan that I, that, that I didn't have. So you had the best plan. And you were willing to abandon it uh, and let go, which there was no way. Like, even if they thought about it, they did, like, even if they anticipated it, obviously, clearly, they think the same of me as you, but they didn't think, you know, they they don't think, they think as highly of me as you think of me, or maybe a little bit less, but they didn't think as highly of you as I do. So I think that's a win for me. They thought you would go with, that you wouldn't, and you almost did give, you know, you almost gave up on my plan or chose an alternative plan that you thought of. But, but, oh, so to get to my plan. So the biggest question was the thing with with the portal stone. And then I had other questions for you, but first I wanted to talk clear. You know, I said, well, what are my influences? Uh, So that you would have an idea of, because, you know, I talk about a lot of this stuff to you. Then I realized, well, you've never seen these shows. Also, maybe I'm not always paying full attention, which, uh, you know, that is also true, right? It's, uh, that, that, uh, like uh, that I can only remember or hear what I want to hear, right? And, of course, it was hard to say goodbye, which I'm glad we got to do with these letters because you said that, that uh, you tried to keep me focused on the plan. And also, like, uh, it seemed like we all had a little bit of tension because none of us thought this would work. Uh, but it, that it could work, that was that door was open just to crack. 
And I know, like, your plan relied on a backup plan of self-sacrifice, which is what all the good plan. you know, that's what heroes or heroines do, is, uh, but, it, like, what they didn't anticipate and that I knew was there was something more, like, that you would choose, like, you would choose self-sacrifice first, uh, not that that's an easy way out, but saving the world and being remembered forever uh, is a little bit interesting. So, you know, my, so I had, you know, I tried to walk you through Doctor Who and Loki. Uh, I don't know, maybe I was distracted by Loki just because I'm still trying. I mean, it's been like two or three or four months, but it's, my brain's still trying to like figure it all out. Because, you know, I don't know when I'm going to be able to see another season of it. Uh, but then, you know, we've talked about the TARDIS before because the cauldrons are like a TARDIS. And that's when I asked the next question. Uh, when we talked about my influences is what it was possible. But I was pretty sure it was possible. It was like, can we stretch it? Can the TARDIS uh, or the cauldron in this case... Can it be turned? Could the TARDIS be turned inside out? I don't know. I'm sure there was a Doctor Who episode about it, but I said, well, there is some sort of outside power because it's always there. People can't just go in it. They always, you know, it somehow fits in even though it doesn't fit in. So my thing was, could we pull, like, could we stretch uh, the cauldron? And then he said, I'm sorry, Don. I said, well, we're doing like a cauldron within a cauldron, 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 cauldron. We're taking some parts of your plan and we're going to use them. But I also knew what I didn't want, how I did not want things to turn out, too. I knew that the one thing I didn't want, uh, like like you said, like what's, but what's, you know, beginning of the season, you said, what's more powerful is love you know more worth more than gold or what's worth more than gold love and you said silence uh but i know in our hearts uh that there is something worth more than gold and, and in brandy's case in the god's case it was a kind of power or control you would think but like even in our case they said well we're something we don't want to give up uh and they know they're still they would be like okay of course lady witchbeard's not going to give that up she's a witch pirate uh she became a witch pirate by choice uh so that won't even occur to her uh, she would rather do something to leave you know to go to the big farm in the sky or the big sea in the sky before she'd give up being a witch pirate and they knew that i would give up uh you know to the big farm or whatever but before I would give up on our friendship and say, well, what are the odds I'll never see Lady Witchbeard ever again? So that was our biggest advantage. Also, the fact that they would assume we would use a good plan versus my plan, which is, you know, a, a, flawed, a flawed plan. But with something this big, of course, we needed a plan. So I guess the key part of my plan was go, going over the falls, like... Uh, Instead of stopping all the Savarut uh, from going over the falls, then being pro- then going through the screen on top of the drain, which would activate uh, the ingredients, uh, then 
uh, start the gelatinization process once it went to like once the that part of the the Savarut Sea would then start to mix with the sea that had been sprinkled with nudie poo. Like I said, okay, we have to go over the falls uh, and let their plan work. Can't we can't we have to join them uh, in that sense. And, you know, we thought the ships would speed up to get towards their destination uh, to, like, uh, but then they would eventually slow down because they would assume you were doing your mirage plan, right? And also, I said, wait a second, don't don't all the witches on board know they're going to go over the falls? Uh, So then they would slow down even more once they realized, oh, boy. We're, we're not sending, there's no way for us not to go over the falls. Uh, and this is a convenient solution for the um, Conqueror of Worlds and Brandy, or Brandy Conqueror of Worlds now, in the sea. Conqueror of the sea and worlds and realms, uh, that all those witches would go over the falls as well, and down the drain. And also get 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 get, get into be be part of Jello Jiggler. So at some part of that process, uh, we would know that uh, that would not be good for anybody. So so okay. So back to my plan. So go over the falls. Part 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 of my plan. I guess not part one of my plan. Uh, but that was part of my plan. Or key part. Go over the falls. Let them start the process of uh, gelatinizing the sea. Except for one thing. We would have a portal cauldron. Uh, so we would have a three-way drain was the plan. Uh, well, yeah, that was my plan. Uh, send, uh, uh, like, uh, so there's, on the drain, there was a screen, which the activator, then the drain, they just put the screen on top of it. We would put the por- Brandy's portal cauldron, the big one, that got all the witches here, below that, and if we needed to, stretch it out around the rim. So we would have to, to transmit the, we'd have to portal portal cauldron, which you said could be done uh, but it would take a lot of magic, which would kind of alert them to something that was happening. But again, you said, well, they would think I'm con- conducting this illusion. But I said, no, no, no. Then also you're going to come up. So I said, okay, can you create a, like, can you create an illusion of a portal, uh, a portal cauldron? And we drop the, so here's the plan, Lady Witchbeard. I guess I could just do that. You pop up from their cauldron. While you do that, they're going to think you're an illusion, but really, because they'd be like, well, there's no way Lady Witch would just pop up on our ship. It doesn't make any sense. You would also create an illusion of their ca- the portal cauldron around their cauldron, right? And you would be making a spe- speech, but you, your speech would be, you, again, you'd also be using that thing to tell the witches, hey, create some air bubbles pretty soon, get ready. This would, you know, then they would think, huh, the witch weird's really, she's trying, this is her trying to, because then the third ship, they would be like, uh, because then our ships would be headed towards them, 
So again, they would think we were still using your plan uh, and that this was just a ruse. And they would also sense that an illusion was happening. So they wouldn't be aware that the illusion was really the cauldron and not you. And then, so the, so so you would be on their ship, uh, but they wouldn't even be, and you'd just be talking, you'd be see, seeming like you're an illusion. And I guess you'd have to be prepared, but they would probably just ignore you. And uh, that would be kind of key, is if, is if they're ignoring you and you're just kind of going on and on and on and on. Now, you'll also be kind of secretly hopefully using magic or getting ready because we have to get Brandy's necklace, obviously, because that's got the portal stone in it. Meanwhile, I and whatever pirates we can turn into birds will be getting nudie poo and heading for the ship uh, and splashing the whole ship with nudie poo. Uh, and uh, then all, then, so then while all this is happening, Everything's going over the falls, which I don't think Brandy's too worried about because she, she's got uh, multiple levels of godhood. And again, this will only make her more confident if we splatter nudie poo all over her ship. As many of the, like, uh, like I think the witches will get the idea the closer they get to the falls. Uh, and you, we just have to get them the message uh, that you'll keep saying, get the nudie poo on the ships now. Which, again, she'll just think, uh, okay, well, it doesn't matter, like, when the seas start to gelatinize. It's not going to gelatinize fast enough. Uh, like, it'll still be a slur. Even if you we get the ships covered in nudie poo, then when they go over the falls and start to mix with the 13th Sea, I don't think it'll harden fast enough. So they'll just be like, okay, this isn't really going to work, or this will just slow our plan down. Uh because originally my plan was just to do that, then we would clog the drain. But I said, no, they, they have to anticipate that you would have figured that part out. Uh, and also the power of the drain. It, it, I think it has enough suction, even to su- suction like jello, like like uh, even maybe a j- jello jigglers. I don't know. Or that it won't be able to process till it slows down. You know, it's rapidly moving. You know what I mean? Anyway, Lady Witchbeard, this is, I, I don't know, I, 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 I can't believe you got to read this as a letter. So, okay, so the basic plan was you would be an illusion. You'd have an illusion over their cauldron, but the cauldron wouldn't be there, wouldn't, wouldn't be there yet. Then, But also below their cauldron, we would have a portal cauldron. So then uh, after I and the birds arrived, uh, then the ships would start to go over. We'd grab the hardest part was getting Brandy's necklace, which turned out not to be so hard because since I was covered in nudie poo, I slipped. You know, it like uh, it was a bit chaotic on the ship, and again, Brandy wasn't really worried because she had the upper hand, and also she thought all of this was misdirections. And she had to kind of, like, it, it actually worked out as far as Brandy said, okay, all the witches have slowed down now. That's great because of their worrying. And Lady Witchbeard's trying to tell them that, oh, Lady Witchbeard's trying to gelatinize everything. Probably won't work. Even if it did, uh, they would be, she's trying to tell them to do bubbles. So who cares? So, like, uh, 
by the, by, like Brandy had it kind of anticipated most of the, this part uh, of the plan, except for the cauldron within a cauldron within a cauldron. So that all really went pretty well. Oh, so how, so, okay, so then, so they let us come aboard. They didn't realize you were an illusion. Then me and the pirates landed. We got a lot of nudie poo. And the witches started to figure it out. The closer they got to the falls, and they were trying to use Earthsea power. So Brandy was also focused on interrupting the Earthsea power, which slowed them down. But again, the power of the water and the falls, too strong. So that was like everything was happening in slow motion. And you got the message to them, hey, call the um, birds back and have them dump the nudie poo on all of you. And then the splashing of the sea in the mist did start to gelatinize things because I think I said cover, you know, get covered in cassava prop power and create air bubbles. So that's what, like, I think what you're most proud of is that I learned from this, like, uh, you said it to me, right? Uh, you said, oh, you really paid attention this uh, adventure, these adventures. And I said, yeah. A little bit. When I was paying attention, the, uh, yeah, those times I was paying attention. Those the times I was paying attention. Also, you know, we knew that uh, they would still need Don Dankel to clean the drain. So, I don't know. Like, uh, I, I briefly saw Don Dankel wave at us. So then I got, like, I covered myself in uh, nudie poo. Then I got covered myself in cassava root. Then I hugged, slipped, fell down the stairs a little bit uh, into the chamber, brandy. And uh, that really worked out because I said, uh, like, in this part, Lady Witchbird, I don't know what movie it was from, but definitely it's probably from a movie, my influences. And I said, let's have a hug, brandy. And, uh, Brandy tried to, to, uh, and this was actually my plan, Lady Witchbeard. I was just afraid to tell it to you. I said, we'll figure out getting her necklace because she's going to think you're an illusion. So then I gave her a hug, uh, and she was kind of like, while I was doing that, you grabbed the necklace. Then she realized you were real, but that was like right at the, t- I mean, we kind of timed it, of course, uh. Uh, but but that's when we all started to go over the falls. Uh, she started laughing. It doesn't matter anyway. But that's the point. Like once uh, then you slipped me the uh, like then you and Brandy started kind of doing some light back and forth. But it was kind of hard. And you were just kind of faking it. So if it was a movie, it would have looked like that whole thing where Brandy was really had upper hand on you permanently. Because it certainly looked like that. Uh, but again, that was all part of our plan. Then that was when we did the cauldron drop. Uh, and the cauldron dropped to become a, another portal cauldron below the drain. So that was a cool bit of magic, which Brandy thought, like, she, you were trying to counter her magic. But really, you were uh, using your magic to move the drain. Like, uh, And this was the part, you know, that Brandy did not expect. Uh and I only know my part about how it turned out. Uh, and this was a part of my plan. You said, well, it is. it might be like uh, bad enough to work, Daw, because it is possible. Because I really said, okay, 
what if we can't stop uh, all this stuff from going through the drain, right? And we just got to, we're trying to do all these misdirects. Why don't we do a redirect uh, uh, via these portal, the portal cauldron, especially the whatever one powered by the portal stone. And so, I don't know, everything happened really fast after that. Uh, so most of the witches gelatinize themselves in water bubbles, so that, like, uh, or their whole ships. Uh, and that theory held true, that it was, uh, it made for smooth landings for all of them. Because instead of going over the falls that were 100% water into water, uh, they were like... Uh, they they had uh, jello jiggler like kind of puff packs or whatever. They landed and were encased in jello jigglers, and but they, also with air bubbles. So then they we all landed in the thirteenth sea. Like uh, now, meanwhile we were kind of going back and forth with uh, brandy. Or so Brandy thought, uh, but I was already an illusion. And but but by like the same time you dropped the portal cauldron, and this is where you know we should have said goodbye at the time. But you said, okay, that's a weak your weak point, Daw. Like uh, we don't, you know, you have to give up too. And so I did. You know, I said, well, if Lady Witchbeard's willing to give up, I uh, clearly you're leading by example. It made it an easy, easy choice for me uh, to make. Uh, I mean, not easy, but uh, I, I couldn't resist doing what was going to work best, uh, especially since you trusted me with the plan. So I flew. I became a bird and flew off before we hit the mist of the sea. So I wasn't gelatinized, and then I like flew back uh, to where I'd stashed a set of Icarus wings, Kid Icarus wings. I flew down, and I was watching everything. So then, yeah, everything went to plan. Like I said, uh, everything. You well, I mean, I didn't see what happened after that, uh, but I would assume you and Brandy went back and forth. Uh, the, like uh, the witches, it, as soon as they were landed, uh, or at some point in the like, uh, because hopefully our message got through. The sea started with the sea full of cassava root with a little bit of nudie poo, but not as much as it was waiting on the other side of the uh, the the drain. And I, I gotta imagine Brandy's guard was still down because. Uh, this was going exactly how Brandy wanted. And maybe if you followed my plan, you gave up, uh, and, uh, like, uh, like Brandy, like probably used the fact that you're both starting getting cased in nudie poo goo, goo jello jiggler, uh, to stop you from like what she thought would be the last thing you would do. I don't even know how she was going to counter that, but the fact that you were going to do one last thing, like poofy poof or whatever, to at least take out Brandy to the big farm with you, Brandy would have been focused on stopping that. So some sort of sealant or something, like so that you couldn't get magic out, but that didn't matter at that point. So she was focused on keeping you sealed, magic-proofed or whatever, you started to go through the drain. I was watching all that part. Uh, 
pretty impressive uh, because uh, it didn't look appetizing, but uh, you know, I thought it would be more like jello colors, but I guess, yeah, it's like Nupoo colored. All going down the drain, and uh, Brandy again. There's no way Brandy would have known. On the other side of the drain was a portal cauldron, and I watched everything drain out. Uh, all the ships, all the uh, barges, all the witches, a whole lot of pirates, I guess, too. All went down the drain, through the portal cauldron, and into... Uh, the witch world, which is what our plan was to dump everything into the witch world. He said there was something called the great wastes and it was an old dried out giant inland sea or something. And I'm sure that got filled with, uh, some sort of, uh, gelatinous substance and ships and, uh, brandy. But, uh, at that point, brandy would have been, in uh, in deep 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 nudie doo doo, Lady Witchbeard, and so I'm assuming everything's good with Brandy. Uh, meanwhile, then I flew down. I did say goodbye to Don Dankel, but I just made a call because she said, "Don't stop. Uh, go straight through the portal cauldron with the portal stone, and pull it inside out, just like you asked with the TARDIS." Uh, so that you take it with you, but really it'll disappear behind you and I'll be back in my world. Uh, so I'll make the last trip through that giant cauldron and then I'm, then I stay here and I get rid of the, uh, portal stone. And, uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I think, I guess the lady, which weird, uh, you said, uh, there was a limit cause I can see that we're coming up, uh. I didn't realize if magical paper and pen would have a limit, uh, but I also want to hear what's going on with you. So thanks for trusting me. Thanks for being willing to give up uh, piracy and have to move, like, kind of like move back home. I mean, that's a big move, Lady Witchbeard. You really gave up a lot. Uh, you gave up what you loved, uh, and you trusted me. And you trusted yourself, uh, so I think that's absolutely amazing. And so uh, I still have the portal stone. I haven't got like it's going to be safe uh, uh, because you said uh, like it, like uh, I can't remember what you said. It would be like uh, you said keep it safe. Uh, I, I don't think you said to destroy it, but because I was afraid if I hit it with a hammer, you know. I'll be honest, I wasn't listening at that point uh, because I, ha I was so excited about my plan. But I thought you said it would be safe in this necklace uh, that you gave me uh, that looks like a kind of like a cauldron. I mean, it's not, it's like made from a some sort of magical cauldron material. Cauldron drop is what I call it. So I miss you, Lady Witchbeard. Uh, and I'll miss you forever. I'm going to keep sending you letters uh, once I get my letter back from you. Because, uh, like, I guess I would send you letters either way. If somehow Brandy ended up where things worked out for Brandy. I mean, I know she's gone from the sea. And all the cassava roots gone from the sea. And the nudie poo. Oh, also the, I forgot that, uh, 
yeah, Don Dankel, like, uh, forgot that part of the plan, that the, whatever, that activator went with us, too. But, uh, I miss you, Lady Witchbeard, and I have to hope we'll see each other again. But then I guess part of making the plan work, uh, I guess I'll just imagine, like, what it's like, uh, in the witch world with you back in it, uh, and possibly some sort of sea. I don't know if a gelatinous, what a life on a gelatinous sea is like. But I just want to know how you are. So that's it. Goodbye. Love, Daw. A.K.A. Scoots, uh, Germ, your friend. Okay. Dear Scooter, goodbye. I'll miss you, my friend, more than I'll miss the seas or piracy. Thank you for teaching me to let go and that it is okay to be somewhat normal, to be imperfect, to be bested. I'll be okay, but just okay. I promise to learn to live without our friendship and not enjoy the silence, but I also hope that you learn that you don't need these grand adventures uh, that come up in so many of your cartoons and animated programs and movie films. Because, like, those things told you, uh, friendship and the adventure, the lesson in most of those was that friendship or being yourself are the greatest adventures you could have. That's what you taught me, and I hope that you take that with you. So, goodbye, my friend. I assume you used up most of the magic writing me an extremely long letter. I'll miss you, and I'll think of you always. Lady Witchbeard. P.S. Yes, Daw. I'm going to bring the pirate's life to the witch world. P.S.S. Daw. I know you didn't destroy the portal stone. That is what I told you to do. It did feel like you weren't listening. But keep it safe uh, until a time comes when it's needed and it must be used. P.S.S.S. That time will be perfectly clear, Daw. 100% without a doubt clear when you need to use a portal stone. Not, huh, I wonder if I should. If you say that, it's not 100% clear. Without a doubt clear. Like spelled out in front of you like this letter. Clear. So don't open the necklace or use the portal stone or even think about it again. And then... We'll see each other once again. I mean, hopefully that time doesn't come, Daw. But uh, uh, I'll miss you. Thank you for being my friend, Lady Witchbeard. Also, I see that you're probably dozing off, Daw. And I'm glad because you deserve the rest. I'll be resting too until I can bring full piracy to the witch world. Good night from Lady Witchbeard. To you and all of you out there, I hope you got the lesson. I'm not perfect. Uh, None of us are, and that's okay.
And uh, sometimes people expect you to be that way and uh, works out when you're not. Uh, I don't know if that's a lesson or just uh, how we solved this, uh, but I'm glad we got to take this journey together. Good night.